Welcome all to Kingdom Life Church VA Podcast. At KO, we endeavor to advance God's kingdom one life at a time. So, I pray that wherever you're listening from, that this will help you be encouraged. Here is this week's message. Praise God. Yes, yes, yes. So again, good morning. I'm Pastor AJ. This is my wife, Pastor Tina, and uh, we are the senior pastors and executive pastor of Kingdom Life Church. And we are so excited always to come before you. Every year we teach together. Amen. We have series out there such as Why Did I Get Married, Love and Relationships, Amen. Um, Family, Matters. Family Matters, This Is Us, yes. all types of um, relationship series, mm-hmm. amen, that would encourage uh, families, loved ones, husbands, wives, you know, to understand how to come together in relationships. And we believe that relationships are important. Amen. So before we get into our teaching, we want to welcome our podcast audience. All right. Come on, you can do better than that. Amen. Yeah, pretty soon, once we get in our building, amen, we'll be welcoming our live stream audience and everything. So we're not going to do that right now, amen. One thing at a time. (laughs) But, you know, we're just so happy to be here. We're excited about all that God is doing, all that the Lord is doing in and through our lives and what he continues to do. And so, again, this relationship series uh, or this um, covenant series is geared towards relationships. And we believe that, you know, if we can get the home right, I believe that. You know, we're not talking about marriage today, but if we can get the home right, we can get the family right. Yes. We can get our communities right. We can yes. get this nation right. We can get the whole world right. But it all starts in the home, and it starts with a husband and a wife. Amen. And so, um, and it starts with relationships. It starts with friendships. Amen. Even single singles, amen, you can have a covenant even uh, in your single relationship. So this is the year of uh, promise this year, the year of manifestation, yes. amen. amen. So many things we're believing God for on this year, and we know all the promises of God are yes and amen. amen. Glory to God. He's already given us everything he's going to give to us, and so we're excited about that. Our objective in this series is to show the importance of covenant relationships and how they can be sustained. And that's the goal is how do we sustain these covenant relationships, these covenant friendships? Yes. How do we sustain the relationship we have with God? How do we sustain relationships we have with other individuals? Amen. And even in our marriage, how do we sustain these relationships? Mm. And so the Bible, again, is full of all kinds of covenant relationships from God the Father, uh, Jesus, Holy Spirit, yes. and then in, in to other people, other people. They had covenant friendships throughout the Bible as well. We're going to talk about that today. Amen. So by definition. Let, I'm let you get in in, in a second. Praise God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, I want to get in. All right, okay. Praise let God. me get in. Let me let me read this let first. Me read this. Let me read this. Then you can get in. Amen. Is that okay? <laughs> I go. Then you can go. All right. Okay. Praise God. We'll take turns. All right. But let me read. So I'm going. No, I, no, I'm going. <laughs> I'm going. All right. Covenant. Covenant. Covenant by definition. Covenant by definition is Amen. a binding and solemn agreement between two parties for the purposes of creating and maintaining a successful relationship. Yes. A covenant is based on mutual commitment. A mutual commitment is also uh, has the interests of others in mind. So Amen. we always tell you here at Kingdom Life, we're in your life to give you advantage, not take advantage. Yes. So we always have your interests in mind as pastors, as spiritual parents. Yes. Amen. To most of you, glory to God. We have your interests in mind. Amen. Amen. All right. So again, we're talking about covenant friendships on today. Amen. So why do we need friends? You know, people say, you know, no man is an island, right? And so we do need relationships because as humans, we are social creatures. And we have a basic need to socialize and to share our emotions and our lives. There are certain moments in our lives where we may feel emotionally low. Sometimes we may feel vulnerable. Even times we may feel weak. But in all these moments, we seek somebody to confide in who can actually understand our emotional state and provide unconditional emotional support, understanding, and encouragement. Amen? And so here at Kingdom Life, you know we have a motto. What's our motto, Kingdom Life? We don't do life alone. Pastor, not you. I know you know. You're oh. a pastor. I mean, we got a lot of models. They might have thought, no, you know, they we live to talk, give. No, they could have thought about we advancing God's kingdom. You, no, no, okay, no, no. Right. We're talking about our motto that states we don't do life alone. I'm Amen. trying to help the children out. <laughs> No, all right, okay. Amen. We don't do life alone. So here at Kingdom Life, we understand, look, that friendships thicken the church community because in our culture, we can become isolated and standoffish. You know some isolated, standoffish people? Is that you? 
Amen. Praise God. You're not, the, you're not who we're talking about today. Amen. 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 You, you're thinking about that person right now. You're like, dang, I wish they were here, right? <laughs> Praise God. So every local church, including our church, should have an expectation that true, authentic, covenant friendships can be birthed in the church. Wow. You should have an expectation that true, authentic, Covenant friendships can be birthed in the church. You know, many of you didn't know one another before inception of 2011 when we started this church. But now you've come into a relationship with one another. And so even outside of the four walls of the local church, you all do things together. You may go to dinner. You may uh, take your kids to different events. You all have built a relationship with one another. Wow. And it all happened because of the establishment of the local church. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. So let's Proverbs 17, 17 and 17. A part of that verse says that a true friend loves regardless of the situation. That's true. A true friend loves regardless of the situation. You know, in most friendships, they fail because we don't have a strong enough commitment to the relationship. Amen. There's not a strong enough commitment to the relationship. So so we want to raise the standard here at Kingdom Life. We want to raise the commitment level here at Kingdom Life from convenience to covenant. Mm. Amen. We don't want to you know we don't want to just tolerate people. That's but right. we want to we want to establish covenant friendships Amen. where we really and earnestly care about people. And that's that's what community is all about. Yes. That's what being here is all about. And, you know, as each of us are in the Lord, amen, we should be establishing that. So we want to raise the commitment level from convenience to covenant. Yes, so is. because the relationship goes deeper or the friendship goes deeper when there's a covenant involved. A covenant friendship is actually ordained of God. Amen. It is ordained of God. And we know uh, I can talk about a covenant relationship out of 1 Samuel 18 and 31. David, David and Jonathan, you know, they had a covenant relationship. They yes. had a close relationship. Yes. Amen. They had a close friendship that regarding, regardless what happened in their lives, they would say, listen, I got your back. You got my back. I am for you, man. Regardless, regardless what happened, we're going to remain friends. And they did. Yes. And they did. Amen. And so uh, God wants to birth those types of covenant relationships in the body of Christ. And of course, here at Kingdom Life Church. Amen. 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 That's good. Amen. So we're going to look at the three levels of friendship on this morning. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. Let's go, go there. Okay. So the first level of friendship, number one, is surface. All right? That's the first level of friendship. Surface. Surface is, look, with the days of having hundreds of Facebook friends, y'all remember I did that teaching on Stay Connected? And I talked about social media. And y'all remember? Okay, if you won't hear, I want you to get the CD, all right? So if you won't hear, I want you to get the CDs. It was a two-part series. and talks about staying connected and in the, in the type of culture that we live in. Social media is so prevalent that there's a false sense of a relationship, all right? So again, with the days of having hundreds, and I'm just going to use utilize fo Facebook for this teaching, Facebook friends upon us, real friendships built on respect or a common bond or even shared memories seem to be few and far between in our current culture. We can instantly connect with anyone online, but does that make them a tried and true friend? Does that make them a tried and true friend? Just because no. we hit that button that we say accept and then like, and then it says friends, right? Shows you how many friends you have. Studies show that even if people have thousands of Facebook friends, they usually only maintain a few close relationships in real life. You can have thousands of Facebook friends. I think we're talking about even as a ministry, we want people to like our page or accept us, and, and Kingdom Life is going to become a friend of theirs. But the truth of the matter is we would never really build a true, tried, authentic relationship with these individuals outside of the surface of Facebook or outside of that particular platform. Why? Because we may never come into contact with one another, but we have a time to dialogue and discuss, digest, look, and even disagree. Did y'all hear me? Amen. I said dialogue, discuss, and at times disagree. Isn't that what a real relationship is built on? Praise God. So, so again, the first level is surface. It's just a surface relationship. Or I could use the word superficial. Superficial. All right? Amen. Proverbs 18, 24, the Passion Translation, again, part A of that scripture says, some friendships don't last for long. Mm -hmm. Some friendships don't last for long. And the reason could be is because it's surface. Yes. Because it is a surface friendship or it is a superficial friendship. 
as a pastor Tina State. Right. So let's just go back to, to Facebook for a second or any social media platform. And again, we're talking about it being surface or superficial. How many of you go through your timeline every so often or your contact list or your list of friends and purge your list? You do it because it's superficial. It's surface. There is no vested interest in it. It was something that you did on the spur of a moment. You was like, yeah, I'll accept that person. I'll accept him or I'll accept her. And now, you know what? I don't like what they're putting on their page or we don't have anything in common, so I'm going to purge my list. That's what a surface relationship is. It's just superficial. You know, it can, it can, I use the word willy-nilly. You know, I, I can have them in my life or I cannot have them in my life. It doesn't matter. It, it's just surface. There's no vested interest there. Amen. So let's look at number two. The next type or next level of friendship is structured. 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 These are still surface or superficial, but they happen as a result of regular or routine act activities. Look, such as coming to church. This is a structured activity. We meet every Sunday. We meet every Wednesday. And then out of that bond, you may have uh, become friends with someone just because of the routine of coming to church. Another type of structured uh, friendship could be your kids going to sporting events. Some of your kids play AAU basketball. Some play soccer. And so when you walk into the arena or the sporting area, you may see brother so-and-so or sister so-and-so and be like, hey, girl, what's up? You know, dudes, what's up type thing. And, 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 you know, you're like, we know one another. We have a commonality because of our kids and this sporting event, right? right. Such as go another structured relationship is, look, going to the barbershop or the hair salon. You know, you go get your hair cut. I was, I was sharing with Pastor AJ, the, the gentleman, he cuts his hair. It's like, you know, really, you just go there and you know his name. You know a little bit about him, but that's because you're sitting in a chair. But you're really not invested in his life. Right. You know, same thing. I go to the hair salon. Well, it really is not the same for me because I go to my niece or I go to a friend who does my hair. So in that case, I have a vested interest in them. But if there's no vest, vested interest, it's just a structured friendship because they're providing a service to me and then I'm providing something to them in exchange, right? Like going to the grocery store, going to the bank. You see your favorite teller there going to work. That's why I don't really like, and I'm just going to jump on this little rabbit trail for just a second and I'm hop back on. That's why I don't really like when people talk about work wives and work husbands and stuff. I don't really like that because the truth of the matter is that's just a structured friendship. If we don't do anything outside of work or outside of that place of employment, we really don't have much in common. We just both work at the same place. It's a structured relationship. If I didn't work there, we wouldn't know one another. And when I leave there, we're probably not going to do anything together. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying if there's no vested interest or if I don't have any genuine care or concern for them, it's a structured relationship we're, or friendship. We're, in, we're, we're there just because of commonality. Amen. Outside of that, we probably wouldn't even know one another. Same thing about the church. But we are, again, endeavoring here at Kingdom Life to take our relationships or these friendships from convenience to covenant. Amen. All right? Praise God. And that's what number three is. Number three is. Well, I didn't read Proverbs 20. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. okay, go ahead. You're right. right. Oh, you number three. Go okay. ahead. Number three. Number three is uh, covenant relationships. Yes. Amen. Covenant. These relationships are solid and secure. Amen. Amen. They are built on unconditional love, as I mentioned earlier. And listen, they have no problem speaking truth when error is present. Oh, these the type of right there. these yeah. the type of relationships that you really or friendships that you really want to have yes. are covenant friendships because covenant friendships will speak truth when error is present. That's right. Amen. Amen. I so mean, let's think about it. Do you really want somebody in your life who just green light everything you do, right or wrong? Right. You need someone in your life who will speak to your mess and tell you the truth. Girl, you better get yourself together. Dude, you need to stop doing that. That's the type of people you need in your life. That's because covenant. if you don't have covenant friendships, you're going to have either superficial, yep. surface, like we talked about, or just structured. There's no real vested interest, but we want covenant friendships because they're built on unconditional love. I say something to you because I love you. Amen. Right? If I didn't love you, i just let you walk and do whatever you want to do. I don't care what you do. But no, I do care. And because I do care and I'm investing time, energy, and effort in you, listen, I'm going to tell you the truth in spite of the fact that we're going to disagree. Amen. And you know what? I was just thinking, so you could actually have a surface friendship on one side and covenant on the other side. Yes. So that person may treat you as a surface, would never say anything, never correct you or whatever, but you may feel different about them. Right. So friendships can sometimes be imbalanced as well. Oh, that's good. Amen. So you want to make sure that you're in covenant with somebody and that we're we're offering the same type of 
uh, respect and friendship, right. and it's 100 100. Right. Hey, Amen. You, you know, I want you to give me like 20%, I'm giving you 100%. Right. You, you heard understand? of one-sided relationships? One-sided relationships. One-sided relationships or one-sided friendships that you're the one maybe that's always reaching out and the other person doesn't respond or vice versa. They may be the ones always reaching out to you, but you never respond. Amen. One-sided wow. friendships, like pastors say, there needs to be a balance. And you know, last week, this was so good. We talked about, you know, being covenant with somebody that's in covenant with you. That's right. It's the same thing when it comes to friendships. You want to be in covenant with somebody that's also in covenant with you. And so every so often, you may need to go down your timeline, your friend list, and reevaluate. You may need to reevaluate. But with some of those, you know, I'm I mean, just going to kind of, you know, um, represent some of the, some of us Facebook people who have a lot of friends who don't mind having a lot of friends. Yeah. You know, and don't mind having surface for a reason. Oh, that's you true. You understand? Because yeah. surface could have a reason. You know, like yeah. I have I have almost 5,000 friends, but right. all of them are not covenant. Right. Some of, of them are surface. Right. Some of them are structured. Right. Amen. But to me, in my position and what I want and what I want to get out of it is beneficial because right. if they can ever get to covenant, their life will change. That's right. You understand? Right. I may not could pursue all of them or be in all of their lives, right. but but if they can get to covenant, that's what we want to do. We want to get from surface to structure to covenant. Amen. If we can get we can have a get to that covenant relationship, because yes. it may not start off covenant. It could right. start off surface. That's it could right. start off at work. It could start off at church. Right. But the goal is for it to be covenant. Right. Amen. Proverbs twenty-seven and six says, "Faithful are the wounds of a friend." That's right. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. Mm. Faithful are the wounds of the friend. Like your your friend may wound you. Yes. Your friend may share some things with you that may offend you or hurt yes. you. But yes. listen, your enemy is gonna kiss you mm. in his deceit. Amen. Come on now. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I would rather have a friend who who who's gonna wound me. That's right. Amen. With the truth yes. or sharing something that I may not, I don't maybe I don't want to hear it. Right. Then an enemy who's gonna kiss me and lie to my face. Mm. And tell me everything is all good and I'm okay and, and I'm heading in the right direction and man, you the best thing and you got it going on and just petting me on the back and no, 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 no. You don't want that. Yes. You don't want that type of friendship. Yes. You want a covenant friendship Amen. that's going to be there to help you grow and develop and so you can be better as a result of the relationship, listen, and not bitter. Amen. Amen. Think about <laughs> Judas and Jesus. Think about Judas and Jesus in the Bible. When, when Judas came, what, what the soldiers told him is the, the one that you kiss. That's Ooh. how we're going to know that he is the Messiah, the one that you kiss. Betrayed him with he a betrayed kiss. him with a kiss. So that, that kiss was deceitful. It was deceptive. But then look who was in covenant with him. Peter rose up. Peter was ready to fight. So that's the kind of friend you want. Somebody who's going to fight. Peter cutting off people's right. ears for yes. What? You said what? Y'all coming for G? You that's coming right. for my boy? Right. No, I cut you down. Exactly. Rise up. That's covenant <laughs> friendship right there. Some of y'all in covenant, I can tell. Y'all got some covenant friends, right? They're going to roll with you and rock yeah, with you at the yeah, same yeah. time. Fr friend, friends shopping one another, yes. according to Proverbs 27, 17. That's as right. As iron shopping's iron. So a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. That's right. Not plastic. That's iron right. can't sharpen plastic. That's right. Amen. Iron sharpens iron. That's right. That's how you're going to be shopping. Mm -hmm. well, you know, it's a coming together. It's a, it's sometimes it's like we're butting heads. And, yes. you know, if you have friends, y'all butt heads, it's okay. That's right. It's okay because that means it's more than surface. Yes. Because you ain't butting heads with somebody with surface. You just walking on. You're like, That's okay, right. oh, Walk well. Away. Or those structure, you know, friendships, people on the job, them people can't bother you. That's Why? Because right. it's on the job. Right. It's structure. It's not covenant. Right. It's the covenant relationships that's going to help you grow. It's the covenant relationships, amen, that's going to sharpen you. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. You are? Yeah, because it, the Holy Spirit brought that thought back to me. When my, remember I said about the work wife and the work husband thing, the reason I don't like that is because a husband and wife relationship is covenant. That's what I wanted to say about that. A Amen. husband and Glad wife relationship you, is covenant. And again, under those type of situations, those are just structured friendships or structured relationships. Praise God. Thank Amen. you, Holy Spirit. All Amen. Right. So listen to this. So listen, to become another's friend in a true sense is to take others into such close living fellowship that their lives and your life is, is knitted together. Mm. 
So it's, you know, we may not always communicate every day, right. but there's there's a communicate. There's communication. It's a two-way communication. It's going well all the time. Right. There's some strife sometimes. That's right. Amen. The Bible says brothers are born out of adversity. That's there's right. some adversity sometimes in friendships, yes. especially those that are covenant. Right. Because surface friendships is not going to bring strife. Right. It's surface. It don't matter. Okay. Right. Oh, well, see you. That's right. But, but, but covenant relationships matter. They yes. matter. And when they matter, that's a sign to you. It's like a marriage relationship. Because it matters, you know what I'm saying, you're bothered by it. Yes. Because it matters. Amen. 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 So a covenant friendship in and of itself is entirely unselfish. unselfish. It seeks no benefit or good of its own. Wow. It does not love, look, for what it may receive, but for what it may give. What am I adding to you? When I say that I'm in a covenant friendship with you, you know, when Pastor AJ and I got together and of course we were married, it was like, OK, well, what are you bringing to the table? And Back then, then was, I won't bring it much. You won't bring it much. Yeah. But 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 we were still in covenant <laughs> with one another. But but that's the that's the discussion you have. Like, what are you what are you bringing to the relationship? And then what am I bringing to the relationship so that we can add to one another to help this relationship grow and flourish? Amen. That's 100, 100. That's right. You're bringing 100%. She's bringing 100%. So it's not 50-50. Right. You know, it sounds good. That was like a cliche, you know, relationships and marriages are 50-50. Right. No, it's 100-100. It's not like to know what you're doing with the other 50%. That's right. If, if, if it's not focused on this marriage, I want, I want you to reroute that 50%. That's right. Reinvest it back into the marriage because <laughs> it shouldn't be going outside of this relationship. Amen. We need to track that fifty percent down That's and bring right. that back in the house. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we want that. We want all hundred percent, all hundred, one hundred, one hundred invested. That's right. Amen. 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 All so right. again, a covenant <laughs> friendship's aim. Look, it's not to be served, but to serve. But to serve. Mark ten and forty five. Let's look at it. it. Says, for even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, but to serve. I'm sorry. And to give his life a ransom for many. Amen. Wow. So look, do, let's ask some questions. Do you know how your friends are doing? People mm. that you're in relationship with and that you call friends. Do you really know how they're doing? Look, how are their hearts? Mm. What is the spiritual condition of their soul? That's right. If they die today, would your friend that you love so much wake up in hell? Amen. That's a good That's question. Good we're talking about covenant friendships. Covenant friendships. Right. Again, how are their hearts? Mm. And what's the spiritual condition of their soul? If we have no idea how our friends are doing in their walk with God, what difficult times they may be going through or what sins they're struggling with, then we have a surface or structured acquaintance, but not a covenant friendship. Because remember, a covenant friendship is we're invested That's in right. one another. We have rights. Yes. In covenant friendships we have rights i yes. have a right to to speak into your life yes. you have a right to speak into my life a yes. surface friendship like you can't tell me what to do well right. it's surface then it's surface if i can't speak truth to error that's right it's structured if i can't correct or if i can't you know tell you something yes. that that you're doing wrong or or right or whatever right. you understand it's surface right it's not covenant mm. Amen. glory to god so Go ahead. No, you go ahead. So maybe friendships <laughs> or covenant friendships are in low supply these days because the cost of being a friend can be expensive. There is a cost. There is a cost. We're going to share six of them. Amen. Six costs to, to friendship or covenant friendships. Amen. Number one is personal convenience. Mm. Personal convenience. Evaluate your level of friendship, y'all, as we're going <laughs> through this teaching. Amen. So we often think of friendships as hanging out and having fun, right. and that's part of it. But the true test of our love comes when our friend wants to do something or needs something from us that is not fun. Amen. That is when we must be willing to put our personal preferences aside and value others as more important than ourselves. Amen. Can you count a, a covenant friendship you should be able to count on? Amen. A covenant friendship you should be able to count on. There should be some people that are in covenant with you. Pastina shared earlier, like, you know, like friends are, 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 are few. There are few friends that we may have, few, few covenant friends yes. that even if we call on them, they'll be there. Yes. If you ever had a true need, there should be a covenant friend that you could call. And whatever it is, whatever it is yes. they should be able to have your back. Yes. That's a covenant friend. That's right. 
So just think about that for a second. Like, take about 20 seconds and think. Do you have any covenant friendships? Like somebody you can call on if you need to. Pastor AJ and I, we kind of did that little exercise in the car on yesterday as we were going back and forth and talking about the message. And I was like, sweetheart, who, who in, in your life that you could call? That's a covenant friend. Like that if you needed X, Y, and Z right now that you could call on. And he began to name them. And then I began to say yes or no. <laughs> Amen. No, he, I'm evaluating his friends, right? <laughs> but we kind of did that exercise. And then I told him, and to be honest, I didn't have a lot. I didn't have hundreds of covenant friendships. That's I right. didn't have, you know, I didn't even have 50 covenant friendships. I have a few covenant friendships that if I need something, I can call on this particular person or these particular people and they'd be there and it will cost them personal convenience, but they would make it happen because they love me. That's right. Amen. 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 That's good. Philippians 2 and 3 says this. It says, let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better, better than, than himself. Because sometimes we may be in a better situation or better predicament, yes. and you know, and you know, and so we have to make sure that we're we're remembering that those kind of things and yes. remember those times when we didn't have it or we wasn't at a place where where we can do X, Y, and Z. Amen. We know as we establish these covenant friendships, because because they're not gonna end. They they may not always end where they start. Right. So you may be looking at a person where they are right now, but where they are is not who they are. And so don't throw a person away because of where they are right now in their life. That's, right. that's what covenant friendships will be there and stand there with the person, you know, in hopes to help them get to that next destination or help yes. them develop and just see if this is going to be something that's covenant. Right. Amen. Or is it just going to stay surface? Right. Because you would know based on conversations. Yes. And you also know based on action. And based on action. Right. So, again, you know, in the, in the, in the cost of personal convenience, you know, maybe your friend um, is going through a hard season and they just need somebody to listen. You know, perhaps they need a favor that, that you may find difficult to do. Friendship can be a personal inconvenience. But when we call someone friend, again, we are agreeing to partner with them in life. Praise God. Because we say here at Kingdom Life, we don't do life alone. So we we've made a commitment alone. to partner with you in life. Wow. And sometimes that could be inconvenient. That's right. You all realize that? There's a lot of facets to ministry. And each of you needs something different from Pastor AJ and myself. But we've committed in covenant to the Lord to pour our lives out like Jesus did, look, as a drink offering for you. Mm. And it cost us personal inconvenience we have a family we have him and I but we also have three children and we have brothers and sisters and mothers and things of that nature and sometimes we're not always able to do things with our family because we're making it uh, a decision to do something for our church family for our spiritual children instead of instead of our natural children but it's okay with us because we already accepted that this is what God has called us to do and so we made a decision to step out of convenience for us into covenant for you. Amen. 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 And sometimes that means being out of the house every day. Yes. Because we're meeting with this person or that person or this person. You know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a, you know, step out of convenience so that we can be in covenant yes. with this relationship, this friendship, this spiritual son, this spiritual daughter. That's right. You know, and we never think that, oh, Lord. No. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Lord. No, we say call, contact our admin because we know she's going to schedule. She knows our heart. She knows our time yes. is important. Yes. And so she scheduled things on certain days mm -hmm. so, that, so that we can make sure that we, we do have time, you know, not just with our children, but even time together. Yes. Amen. Because ain't nobody taking that away. But we right. going to have time together. Like, number two is time. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> number two is it's time. time. It's going to cost you time. Yes. You know, to have these covenant relationships, covenant yep. friendships. Yes. It's going to cost time. If you're not willing to put the time in, you know, you, again, you, you got to look at that friendship. Right. You got to readjust or look at that friendship and see or if it's really going to be covenant. Right. Because it may just be a casual acquaintance. Right. It may be you surface. You know what I'm saying? This just may be casual. Right. And you don't have to invest a lot of time in something that's going to remain surface. Right. 
That's right. Because time is something you would never get back. That's right. And so if you invest a lot of time in something just surface that's not going to develop right. or it doesn't appear to be going in a direction where it's going to be covenant, right. then I'm really like wasting my time. Let me get you saved so I can move on. Amen. Let me get you Jesus. So at least you don't, you know, if you close your eyes, amen, you will know the Lord. But right. just know I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to invest this time in right. you. And I'm going to go invest in somebody else that's now. That's right. If you be honest, haven't you felt like that with people before? Don't put your hand up, though. Just look straight ahead. You felt like that with people. Like, you just, you just keep saying the same thing over and over and over, hoping they would get it, but they never get it. It's like, why over, are we in a like relationship? It's like right. just keep going and going and right. going. And, okay, great. And so, again, <laughs> that's why you need to reevaluate your position in people's lives. You need to reevaluate your position in people's lives because you may not be covenant for them. And they may not be covenant for you. So you got to be willing to do number two if you're going to do covenant. That's right. Do put the time in. Got to put the time in. We That's are right. a community. Yes. God clearly stated in Genesis 2 and 18 that it's not good for man to be alone and not just man. He's talking about mankind yes. as well. It's not good for mankind to be alone. It's not right. good for us to be isolated. It's right. not good for us to be on our own island somewhere and just, right. you know, minding our own business, so mm -hmm. to speak. You That's know, right. just all alone and nobody's in our life right. and nobody's, you know, uh, taking care of us or have our well-being at heart. Nobody's looking after us. Yes. And, you know, and, uh, yeah, like That's that. Good. Nobody's looking after us. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this was true. He said that before the fall. Right. And it's true even today. Yes. Covenant friendships takes time. Yes. It takes investing. Yes. You cannot expect a truly meaningful uh, friendship without putting in the time. Amen. The time has to be put in, and it should be both sides. Yes. Amen. Amen. It's a two-way relationship. Number three, intimacy. intimacy. Amen. Ask yourself, what drew you towards your friend? You know, again, was it their humor? Did you admire their creativity? What about their love for their family? Maybe you were attracted to their kindness and service or some other common interest. You know, at first, listen to this. We only see the good sides of our friends. But time will tell. <laughs> number two. See, you ain't going to have number three. You need to do number two. Time will tell all things. Amen. It says, look, but if this is all we see, and we're talking about the good sides, is this is, if this is all we see, then we, again, have just a very surface friendship. Friendship, again, is designed for growth and godliness, and this does mean helping each other. Amen. Amen. It means helping each other. I was yes. thinking about the, uh, the law of magnetism when you talked about, you know, what drew you to this friend. Sometimes yes. people are drawn to us because of what's in us and who we are. Right. And, you know, we wonder how come, you know, this person is in our life or that person or why are these certain type of men mm -hmm. coming after me or why are these certain type of women are coming right. after me? It could be something in you. Right. You understand? Because you attract, you know, like a magnet. Mm -hmm. You know, what's already on the inside That's of you. That's right. So maybe if you make some adjustments, mm -hmm. then maybe you begin attracting something different. Right. And we're talking about if it's bad. You right. Know? That's right. right. Of course. If you of keep course. encountering surface friendships and surface relationships and they never enter into covenant, then you need to look within to see what's going on and make the adjustments. All right. Amen. All right. Let's look at um, Ecclesiastics 4. We're going to read verses 9 through 12. Y'all enjoying today? Yeah. Amen. Amen. It says, look, two people are better off than one. Yeah, I'm just making sure we're on the same version. Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But if someone who falls alone is in real trouble, likewise, two people lying close together can keep, I'm sorry, can keep each other warm. But how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. Wow. So there must be, a, you know, to have this type of in intimacy, there yes. must be a willing 
uh, to open up. A willingness. A willingness yeah. to open up to this friend or open up to this person yes. so that it's not surface. It'll stay on the surface unless you're honest, unless yes. you unless you really want to open up yes. and begin to share some truths with that person to say, hey, listen, this these are some of my struggles. This is what I'm going through. This yes. is what I'm dealing with. This is what's happening in my life. Amen. You know, then it can go deeper. It can grow deeper and have right. a, and it can be more intimate as far as that friendship. It could be covenant. Yes. Uh, or it can stay surface if we just talk about the weather today. Right. Like, oh, it's mighty sunny outside. Right. Yeah, it is sunny. You know, oh, yeah, you know it's going to rain. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. <laughs> no, true. <laughs> so yeah, we just talk about sports right. and things that, you know, certain things that, you know, that's really is, is okay, but right. it's nothing. Right, right. Or but we can talk about stuff that's real right. so, that, so that we can get intimate right. so we can perhaps help each other. Right. And so that's how you're going to know what type of friendship you're in when you begin to explore the deep things or when you begin to ask the tough questions. Like, why your attitude always stink? Did you say you know stink in church? Yeah. You know, like, why are you always mean? You know, like, do you realize how you talk to people? You know, if we're friends, I should be able to say that tough stuff to you and look, and it'd be okay. Because when I say the tough stuff, it's going to look, it's going to let me know where I am and where I stand with you. Your reaction is going to tell me where we stand. Can I just share a little, a little teeny weeny story? Don't just, share just a little, little teeny weeny one. You know, about Elder, you, right? Yes, about okay, me. Okay, good. Elder Sedell and I, believe it or not, Elder Sedell and I have had a spat before. We've had a disagreement. Uh, yes. And we've, as much, I've known her for what, 20, I mean, like, shut the front door. That's what you meant, right? 25 okay. years. And then as much as we love one another, you all would be surprised. We've disagreed. We have had a disagreement. But look, we've also come to a mutual understanding and a mutual agreement with one another. Why? Because we love one another. As much as she loves us, she don't always agree with us. She doesn't always agree with me. She doesn't always agree with Pastor AJ. But out of a mutual love and respect, we come to common ground. Because we are, she already know we're going to have the final say. No, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> but I'm just saying, that's how relationships are. Sometimes we got to have, we got to have the we tough duke conversation. Without putting our hands on each right. other. We got to duke it out. Right, but look, we can. Without putting our hands on each other. Let me say it again. We got to duke it right. out. Right. And look, we can. Without putting our hands yes, on each other. Yes, that's right. I just want to make sure y'all got that. Y'all got it? <laughs> Without putting our hands right. on each other. Okay. Right. right. And look, and we can duke it out, right, with our friends. We can duke it out, but better not anybody else come in there. You know what I'm saying? Don't get twisted and think right. you can talk to my friend right. in the old kind of way. My friend That's because you see me. Exactly. And so her and I have had, we've had that before. We've had to be like, look, I want to ask you something. You know, I want I want to, and I'm just using her. I want to ask you something. What do you mean when you said that? Oh, you know, when you said that, that kind of, you know, I, I kind of didn't feel right. You know, I kind of didn't feel right about it. Can you explain? Help me to get over it. And then look, and then everything is all well. We kiss that's it and right. we make it up and it's all, it's all good. But that's how it is. That's how, that's uh, that's how a real covenant. covenant relationship should function. Covenant. Right. Praise God. So Amen. intimacy must be a part of the friendship and it has to go both ways. Has all right, to let's go move both on. Ways. We got about eight minutes. All right. Comfort. Comfort. Number four, Number four is comfort. Amen. Comfort. Friendship is easy and fun when it's filled with laughter like we're doing today. And everyone is getting along. But again, what happens when disagreements or strife enter into the friendship? Look, how do we handle harsh words? Feeling hurt is a natural response. And so is the temptation, look, to turn bitter and walk away. This is the easy and selfish response. Covenant friendship, on the other hand, forgives and seeks to restore and moves forward together. Praise God. Hey, man, listen, Proverbs 17 and 9. Look, before I read, I was thinking about our man-to-man ministry because our man-to-man ministry is, is serious. Yes. It's man-to-man. Amen. I mean, it is just face to face. up in your business, yes. up in your face. I mean, it is man-to-man. It's not a playground. And so as men, we got to be able to handle that and understand this person loves me. Right. This person cares about me. And this person wants my best interest at heart. Not that, you know, don't, you know we're not going to be quick to be offended, mm-hmm. you know, because we got checked by a brother, one of our brothers. You know, because I know, I already know, because I know what I'm pouring in him. So I can, I, you understand, I already know what's, what's coming out. And Brother Joe and, 
you know, these these men, the men that's in his ministry are serious. Yes. If we're going to raise men, it has to be, it takes men to raise men. Yes. Not little boys. Amen. Or males. Amen. It takes men to develop true men of God. Yes. And the men of God that stick and stay, that's what they're going to be. They're going to be strong, <laughs> developed family loving men who love amen. Jesus glory to God amen. they're going to love the Lord amen yes. they can hold on and hang on they're going to be all right amen because we genuinely love them and we love you and we want the best for you yes. but you have to make it through some time you can make it through some tough times that's right sometimes it may be some harsh words like man why weren't you here yesterday that's right you know like where were you mm -hmm. huh yeah where were you man mm -hmm. you wanted you wanted to uh, the meeting you ain't calling nothing where were you Oh, I'm out. So you start saying I'm my old man, all that. You already backpedaling. You're heading, right, you're heading in right. the wrong direction. Right. Answer the question, right. bro. Be honest. Right. I overslept. You know, I really didn't have no intention to come. Mm -hmm. Come on, be real. Mm -hmm. So then, we, then you can hear some wisdom come back. Like, listen, man, this ministry is for you. Right. It's here to develop you. It's here to strengthen you, to build right. you up, to encourage you. Yes. We're here to give you advantage, man, not take advantage. Amen. So what Pastor is saying is there is accountability. There's accountability in a covenant friendship. We say this at our man and man ministry. No man will be left behind. Not one man. Every man will be accountable at this ministry. Amen. And only those will be lost are those that want to be. All right. That's it. And listen, even those that want to be lost, it's not because we hadn't pursued them. All it's right. not because we hadn't prayed for them Amen. or reached out to them. Right. They just want to be lost. And right. guess what? Oh, after a while, it's like, all right. Nothing we can do. That's right. We keep reaching others. We keep going after other men. Yes. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Good. At least you know where you're at now. <laughs> <laughs> Proverbs Amen. 17 and 9. Amen. Love prospers when a fault is forgiven, yes. but dwelling on it separates close, close friends. friends. Dwelling on something, man, can separate a close friend. That's right. Dwelling on a fault will separate friendships. That's right. That were once covenant. Yes. Oh, that's so good. Say that again. Don't let, don't let, don't dwell on something that you offended by cause you to separate from a close friend Amen. because you meditating on it. Mm. You got to be able to forgive. It said love's prosper when a fault is forgiven. Forgive them. Love covers a multitude of sins. That's right. Let that thing go. Yes. And let's move on. Amen. And let's love, because love is going to prosper yes. if we know how to handle it. Amen. That's good. Love will always surface. It'll always surface yes. when, we, when we handle it like the right way. Amen. Amen. That's so good. All right. Yeah, praise praise God. God. Number five, cost of friendship. Number five is prayer. Prayer. Look, covenant friends pray for each other. If you do not pray for them, you are not a true friend. A covenant one. A covenant. You know, a surface friend, that's, they're telling you, you know, you, you're saying, look, I, man, I'm going through this. Look, man, I'm going to pray for you. And they keep the service friend ain't praying. Right. <laughs> it just sounded good. Right. I'm gonna pray for you. Right. Folks say it all during the timeline. Somebody going through some prayers up, prayers up, prayers up. Mm -hmm. How many people really pray? Amen. How many people really take time to really pray for somebody? Yes. Instead of just saying, I'm gonna pray. Right. Most of the time we pray right then. Yes. That's how we know we're gonna pray for you. Because right. when you say you need prayer, I'm praying right now. Amen. They don't have to worry about forgetting because right. I can't forget. That's right. But I don't want to forget. I want to make sure my integrity is in. Intact. Yes. If I tell you I'm going to do something, I want to make sure I do it. Amen. Say prayer is one of the means by which God acts. Mm. How can we not lift the people we say we love up in prayer, interceding on their behalf for healing, wisdom, provision, and wholeness? Wow. The people we love, we should be lifting up in prayer, interceding again on their behalf, not going to God on our behalf. This has nothing to do with me. This has to do with my friend. Mm. My friend is hurting. My friend is going through a tough spot. My friend needs wisdom. My friend needs guidance, Lord. So I'm going to stand and intercede on their behalf because I want to see the best come out of them. Come on now. Do you want to see on. your friends fail? No. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants a true friend. Nobody wants to see their friends fail. Usually, most of the time, it's your enemies you want to see fail, and that's still against God. That's right. Because the Bible right. says to pray for those who despitefully use That's you. Right. Pray for your enemies. You're supposed to pray for your enemies. That's right. So, so, so how much more should we be praying for our friends? Exactly. So covenant friends don't just pray. 
They pray frequently. Amen. You know, it's not just a hit and miss thing. It's not just when you're not feeling good. But, you know, your covenant friend has you in mind. Yes. When they're in prayer and they're entering in, they're thinking about you. Yes. You know, and so they're interceding on your behalf and making sure that, that, you know, they're touching the heart of God with, you know, bringing your situation to the heart of God. Amen. With an understanding, again, that each other's needs Uh, With an understanding of each other's needs, we boldly approach the throne of grace. Look, and we plead for one another. Lord, please give her guidance. Please give him wisdom. Please give them instruction. When the last time you pleaded for your friend? When the last time you you went before the throne of God and really bared it all and and gave your heart? Not for you, not for what you're dealing with, but for what your friend was dealing with. Yes. Covenant friendship. God, I'm not not here for me. Yes. I'm not in need of prayer. I'm not coming for me, God. I'm coming because I have a close friend. I have a covenant friend that's going through a tough time right now. And I'm coming before your throne because and I'm going to stand in the gap for them. Yes. I'm going to pray because maybe they don't feel like praying right now. Maybe they're in a a situation where it's hard to pray and they can't Mm. see out right now. And so, God, I'm going to stand in the gap for them. I'm going to come before your throne of grace. Amen. I'm going to bear it all for them in hopes that that, that, that whatever's going on in their life, God, that you will bring. You know, yes. bring some attention to it, Father, and perhaps yes. even help them yes. and bless them through this situation. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Look at Job 16, 20, and 21 in the NIV. This was wow. so good. Praise God. It says, my intercessor is my friend mm. as my eyes pour out tears to God. On behalf of a man, he pleads with God as one pleads for a friend. My intercessor is my friend. Think about that. Praise God. Think about the people in your life. Remember earlier I said, look back and see, you know, if you have any covenant relationships. Here in Job, he's saying, my intercessor is my friend Mm. as my eyes pour out tears to God. On behalf of a man, he pleads with God as one who pleads for a friend. Wow. Going to God on On behalf behalf of of a friend. Pleading with him to give them wisdom, direction, or whatever it is they need. That's a true friend, y'all. And That's even, the definition and, and even, of a true and friend. Especially covenant friendships. Yes. But even those, because we're believers, right. you know, we, we pray for people and we hear things yes. that we don't even know the people. Right. But God, we're just praying for their family. We lift them up, Father. Just, you know, taking, just taking an opportunity to lift somebody up. That's yes. why I say is that, you know, could God make happen for you what you make happen for others? Amen. And, 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 I, and we're not thinking that way when we're praying, but right. at the same time, when you hear something, you know some, a family is hurting. Yes. You know they're going through a tough time, a rough spot. That's the time we can pray. Yes. One will put 1,000, but two will put 10,000 yes. to flight. Amen. And people need our prayers. It's the prayers of the righteous that availeth much. Amen. You know, folks saying they're praying, they don't even know God. Like, mm. man, your prayers don't mean none. You might as well just sit down. Right. You pray, who you praying to? Amen. You know what I'm saying? Your prayers are ineffective when you don't know God. Yes. So everybody saying they're praying is meaningless. Mm. But Lord, but when, when somebody you do pray know God. that know God yes. and love the Lord yes. and know who they're praying yes. to and know the principles of prayer, yes. there's power yes. when believers pray. Jesus Amen. walked around. He was confident. He said, Lord, my father hear me all the time. That's right. Shoot. He that's hear me right. every time I talk. He every time. And that's how we got to be. Amen. He don't just come when he want to. He come, come when you need him. Amen. Come on come now. Come on now. He come when you need him. Yes. Glory to God because we can depend on him. All right, and number six. All right, number six, cost of friendship, love. No love. matter what ugliness we find in our friends, we must continue to love. Mm, that's so good. Because we can be friends, but that doesn't mean we're like-minded. We may have some things in common, but we don't do everything the same time and the same way all the time. So whatever ugliness we find in our friends, we must continue to love in spite of, y'all. Stop stop throwing people away. You know what I'm saying? In spite of. God is in covenant with us. We talked about that last week, and he sure didn't throw us away. Amen? We We sung about it, reckless love. That's right. All that we're dealing with, all that he found, he came after us. Us, Another song, your love has found us. His, His love came for us. Amen. In spite of all the ugliness that we had. Yes. We will at times, church, find some of our friendships, look, to be inconsiderate. Just that they will sometimes find us to be inconsiderate as well. That's right. Because we don't always get it right. We're going to be unkind. Sometimes they're going to be selfish. We're going to be pride. All this stuff is going to happen in a relationship. But that doesn't mean we don't love each other. Right. 
Yeah, we're in covenant. Yes. It doesn't mean we don't love each other because you in a funk today and, and me too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You saying, okay, well, whatever. That's right. Whatever to you too then. That's right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we still love each other, but just not at the moment. Right. <laughs> It's not the moment but, we're going through. Right, we're going through something. Right. We're working our way through a situation. That's right. You know, That's our right. children do. I'll be at home and my wife be like, you know, are you going to say something? No, let them, let, let's see how it ends. <laughs> now work this thing out. Sometimes we just got to sit back and let them just, you know what I'm saying? Duke, Look, it, duke out. it out. They just duke it out. <laughs> let them figure this thing out sometimes <laughs> and see how they, you know, if God's going to rise up. If somebody's right. going to make a right decision. Right. Let them work it out sometimes. That's Stand right. back and let them see how they work it out. Right. Instead of jumping in and trying to fix it. Right. Because they need right. to learn how to fix it. Amen. Because we're not going to always be here. Amen. Amen. So, again, when God calls us to befriend one another, he calls us to love and to forgive one another. Wow. Friendship is costly, church, but it is worth it. It's definitely costly. Look at John 15 and 13. It says, and we hear this all the time, greater love has no one than this down to, than to lay down one's life for his friends. Amen. Amen. Friendship is costly, church, but it is worth it. It's Amen. a gift from God that he has modeled for us in the Gospels. Yeah. Right? That's right. Covenant friendships is also is the best gift you can receive from God yes. is to have a covenant friendship. Yes. I just think about my wife and I. Again, we're not talking about marriage. It may come up, may not, but right. it's here today. But, uh, you know, we had, you know, just growing up in our marriage, early on in our marriage, we had some some friendships that were covenant, yes. and they really helped my wife and I through some tough times yes. in our marriage and, you know, not knowing what this was all about as far as being saved, Christians, and right. going to church. And, but we still had a lot of issues. Well, I'm going to say I did. You know, so I know we I had did. a lot of issues, you we know, and so, but, but there are some, some things that we had to work out through some covenant friendships, yes. through some people who were close with, to us yes. who were not afraid to tell us that we were wrong about things, that, that you know, not afraid to speak, er, speak truth when error was present. Right. And so because when error is present, we were right around them, and they loved us, and so they told us the truth to right. help, and our marriage is better. Yes. It's so much better today. Yes. You, you just see, you, you, you see us now, but you didn't, you didn't see us then. Right. Right. You don't know how it was. You don't know right. everything we went through. You don't know the times I want to give up and quit, and she probably did too, and like, God, it's the wrong person. Who is this lady? Right. What in the world have I made the biggest mistake in my life? That's what you said. Yeah. <laughs> you understand? I didn't know. So because we was in a dark time, because it was dark, you know, I, I needed some friends, some covenant mm -hmm. friendships to kind of pull the blanket back so I can see some light. Mm -hmm. Because I could not see light in this dark situation. Right. Now, look, I know we ain't talking about marriage, but this was so, that's so good because you sparked a thought. Co a covenant friendship, when you leave your home because you're mad with your spouse, a covenant friendship will tell you, get your butt back home. Not you can come sleep on my sofa. No, get your butt back home. That's what a covenant friendship would do. And so you need to evaluate after this teaching who's in your life. Because <laughs> you need some people, again, like Pastor said, who will tell you the truth in spite of error. That's right. When they see something that's not right, that they will bring correction to it because they love you. Covenant friendship. That's a covenant friendship. Covenant Amen. Friendships. Amen. If the Holy Spirit has convicted or inspired you to join or reach out to us through today's message, then email us at kingdomlifechurchva at gmail.com. If you would like to give towards this ministry or find out more, check out our website, which is KingdomLifeVA.com, and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at KingdomLifeVA. Thank you for listening, and be sure to subscribe so you can hear more messages like this.